Hi, and welcome to the Kindy Music Week in Review podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Shepard, and I'll be talking to you this week about all the latest news and charts from the world of Kindy Music. Thanks for tuning in. Without any further ado, let's jump right into the charts. Uh, unsurprisingly, the Billboard Top Albums charts for the week of February 23rd, which is actually next next Saturday. <laughs> so it's uh, nine days ahead of when I'm actually recording this, which is on Valentine's Day. But that issue is already out, and Kids Bop 23 and Kids Bop 22, again, are in the top three, but this time there has been a dramatic shift. That's right. Now, that's what I call Disney, is at number two. So if you've been following the progress over the past two or three weeks, you'll know that's a major, major move in the charts. I'm being sarcastic. Uh, the iTunes chart... Uh, and nothing else in the Billboard's chart is uh, remotely kindy-like in nature. Uh, but moving on to the iTunes chart, uh, Kids Bop 23 again holds the top two positions there with the uh, deluxe and regular album, and uh, uh, Sophia, the first related album from Disney, is number three. But uh, the Okie Dokie Brothers with Can You Canoe right now is at number 11 in the charts, and I think... Earlier in the week, it may have been even higher, so uh, that is probably related to the Okie Dokie Brothers' Grammy win on Sunday. I'll talk about that in just a little more detail in just a few minutes. Raffi was on the iTunes chart at number 12 with uh, singable songs for the very young. Uh, moving on to the Amazon digital charts. Uh, always interesting to see those. And I should note that the, the rest of the iTunes chart has the usual variety of uh, Spongebobs and Kids Bops and other uh, TV-related albums or uh, large collections of, of songs. Uh, again, uh, Elizabeth Mitchell and Lori Berkner seem to be the two biggest kindy artists on those charts with... Uh, Elizabeth Mitchell having three albums in, in about the top 80 or so, and Laurie Berkner having three albums in the top 100 or so. Excuse me, Dan Zanes also has three or four albums there in the top 200 charts. Moving on to the Amazon equivalent, the Amazon digital charts, uh, Kids Bop 23, Sophia the First, and Can You Canoe? Can you believe it? Can You Canoe? Number three on the Amazon digital charts. Um, the Amazon physical charts, somewhat the same, somewhat different. Again, Kids Bop 23 and Sophia the First, number one and two, uh, 100 sing-along songs, um, some album with uh, 100 songs. Uh, so definitely value for money there. Uh, uh, at number three, the best of Lori Berkner tops the kindy fi favorable list at number nine with Can You Canoe at number 15. And again, if you go look at the CD Baby charts, those are always uh, entirely different because they're focused on independently uh, produced and distributed albums. So you're not going to find 
uh, Elizabeth Mitchell or Lori Berkner there who both have distribution deals. Instead, it's uh, the Library Boogie again, uh, Orla Fallon's Lullaby Time, The Bazillions, Heads or Tails is up there, and a Still Quiet Place. It's a meditation album uh, from Amy Saltzman. So that's your roundup of the album chart. Uh, the singles chart, uh, You Are My Sunshine by <laughs> Elizabeth Mitchell is number eight. And uh, Happy Valentine's Day from Brian Vogan, number 24. So I think they're, seeing as I just looked at this on Valentine's Day, I think there's some love theming going on. Uh, Can You Canoe, the single, is uh, number 104. So there's a wide variety of uh, kindy singles there on the iTunes kids music chart. So having talked about uh, the charts, let's move on to the other news of the week. I think there are two items of note. The first, and I think definitely the most important and high-profile, are uh, the Grammys this past weekend. And the win by the Okie Dokie Brothers for their album, Can You Canoe?, in the best chil- in the children's music category. They were going up again... They were going up against uh, Elizabeth Mitchell, the pop-ups, Bill Harley, and Jumpin' Jazz. And I have to admit, I hadn't really heard any—I had no good sense of which way the voting would go. And so uh, the Okie Dokies won. They gave a very nice and brief speech uh, at the pre-telecast ceremony in Los Angeles— from what I could see on Facebook, the decision was met with a great deal of appreciation on behalf of the kindy music community. So I think there was um, definitely a uh, well-regarded, it was definitely a well-regarded album. I would note that I have a piece up on my site about the Grammy nomination process, which for the children's music category this year actually changed. It was entirely driven by uh, member voting in the past, or at least in the past few years. But this year they moved to a nominating committee process where uh, Grammy members vote to nominate albums, and then the nominating committee takes those votes and produces a list of five final nominees. How exactly they do that, that's not clear. Um, But uh, they do come up with the five list, and then the Grammy membership votes on those five albums. It's obviously a shift from the way they've done it in the past few years, although this is not the first time the category has had a nominating committee. It'll be interesting to see whether people in the Grammy community, in the children's music community who are Grammy members will want to switch back to the old system. It's hard for me to evaluate the process as an outsider. Uh, It's also, I think, difficult to evaluate the process based on the results. Having said that, I think that's essentially what members will have to decide. Do they like the way the results turned out this year? If they do, then I think we will see the same system as uh, this past year. And if, for whatever reason, they don't like the results, maybe we'll be talking about an entirely new method. Maybe we'll be throwing darts at a dartboard. 
So congratulations to the Okie Dokie Brothers. Uh, Can You Canoe is an excellent, excellent album, and uh, uh, it's well-deserving of both the Grammy nomination as well as the actual tiny little gramophone. The other piece of news this week uh, is a couple of Kickstarter campaigns for kindy music albums. Uh, A couple of artists on both coasts are trying to uh, find the money to complete and produce their upcoming albums. Uh, Brian Vogan and his good buddies uh, from Seattle are uh, doing a Kickstarter campaign for their fourth album, Let's Go. And so they're seeking $5,000 to mix, master, print, and release their latest album. And Joni Leeds and the Night Lates from New York. She is putting out a new album. It's going to be called Bandwagon. She's actually in the studio. I think just got out of the studio with uh, producer Dean Jones, who I might add produced Can You Canoe? Uh, And she is asking for $15,000, I think, for the variety of costs associated with producing the album, which she enumerates down below the, the Kickstarter fees, the recording process, the musician, as well as all the other items like mastering, duplication, publicity, etc. So if you are interested in either of those projects from those kindy musicians, uh, you can go to uh, the site for this podcast, and I'll have the links to both Kickstarter projects there. Or you can just uh, search on Joni Leeds or Brian Vogan on Kickstarter, and I'm sure you'll find those. So with that, that is this week's Kindy News. I will note that the couple albums that are out this week are uh, Jambo's Hootenanny and the aforementioned Bill Harley and Keith Munlow, Munslow, their album, It's Not Fair to Me. So that is really at this time in terms of kids' music news for the week. If you have any questions or comments, please drop me a line at zooglobal at earthlink.net, and I'd be happy to uh, talk to you about your concerns or questions or, you know, what, what you should feed your cat. Actually, don't ask me that. I don't have a cat. I don't know. Anyway, thanks. Talk to you next week.